Welcome everyone. Another episode of the Love Change Podcast. Today we will be talking about the scenario happens once and often that you think uh, life is happening to you. That I think I've been getting sick all week last week, that I can't do what I want to do, that uh, yeah, I have no control. I have nothing to say and boohoo little old me (laughs) (laughs) Um, versus that whole thing versus boundaries so it's a pretty interesting conversations we're going to have the role boundaries play externally towards other people the role boundaries can play internally towards yourself uh, in uh, how you experience life how uh, you still make your choices when there are almost uh, zero to none and what you do to uh, take ownership of your own life. Keep listening if you're interested in an honest conversation. I'm going to throw the ball to Kay, the co-host of the Love Change podcast. Yeah, the honest conversation. That's what we're all about. We really care about the messiness and the nastiness of the process of change especially the things that we don't appreciate so much. They are the ones that we have to fight the most with. And that's why we really care to be real and authentic and talk about exactly this and not just show up all pretty and shiny. Right? You didn't go and comb your hair, though. <laughs> I did comb my hair. No, that's I didn't really. I washed it. That's, that's how far I got. But in all sense, uh, we stream this uh, either live every Tuesday. Um, If not, with video, you can find us on every podcast channel you use to listen to your podcast. So you can decide if you want to show, if you want to see us with video or without. Um, Make sure to like, make sure to share, because we really care about reaching more people with what we're doing. And here we go, right? Let's kick it off. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. <clears throat> so showing my boundaries today first of all what i mentioned first is like the feeling of uh, life is happening to you um how does that rap resonate with you my voice is gone but how does <laughs> how does uh, this state of mind this experience of life is happening to me i, I have no control how does that resonate with I you? think it's especially interesting to look at it. If there is something good happening to you, you would not be like, oh, oh, life is happening to me. But you're like, that's exactly what I wanted. Versus when something bad is happening to you, you get mm-hmm. fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, God damn it, poor me. Mm-hmm. Life is happening to me. Right? So if you just look mm-hmm. at the, whatever is happening, it's the same. Something is happening, but then it's your mindset and your attitude towards that that changes. Right? Very smart. So I think that's where we need Very to kick smart. off the conversation. Yeah, I took my three gray cells today, <laughs> collected them to one place, and here we so are. So what you're saying is it's if your some attitude. things, yeah, something that I want happens, then life is I'm happening. Like, life is happening to me, but it's amazing. It's exactly what I wanted. So yes, yeah, here good. we go. I'm no, celebrating. No complaints. Yeah. So the complaints and the suffering and the pain and all the discomfort is in the moments that you feel like life is uh, not turning out the way you would prefer. Yeah, you change your mindset into a victim role. You're like, God damn it, didn't ask for that. Why is this mm-hmm. happening to me? While it's just something happening, right? If you like in the mm-hmm. biggest Buddhistic sense, you would look at it, 
something is happening to you period you judge it in your mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah right so you do, besides you being enlightened do you experience that state of mind yeah absolutely okay Let's talk yeah about but that. i find that pretty interesting to like if you cook it down and you're like actually it's just something happening to me and then i make it in my mind something that i wanted Okay, so, how, yeah. how do you get to that point? Do you just like instantly do that? Because no, oh my pro- gosh, I'm like the most one of the most stubborn people on this planet. So of course, if something is happening that I didn't ask for, mm-hmm. I'm like, why me? Mm-hmm. That's the first question. Um, and there have been plenty things that happened to me. I think one of my uh, repetitive uh, patterns was to get someone that I would report into that I just didn't want to report into. So I would get report, into report like having a manager in front of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't know that wording. That's true. Reports? <laughs> no, but if you get a manager that actually you didn't ask for and yeah. it's someone that, I'm sorry, but is less smart and is less um, just, uh, yeah, like doesn't necessarily know as much about the meta as you do. And mm. that happens three times in your life. Then you like... Why the fuck is that happening to me? Mm. You know, and you just uh, you start uh, I don't know you start blaming everyone around you. Wow. And I think uh, when I look back exactly like at this particular example, I'm like it happened because I actually was shown that I should rethink my career and what I was doing, but mm. I was just stubborn enough to push further and uh, create my own misery with that. You know, so that's also something very very interesting. Mm. That's how I feel about it. It's really interesting that you, by now you're like, that was a sign for me to change my path. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big statement. Mm-hmm. Like if you I know. are confronted with something that you don't want or like, then you need to change your path. No, so I wouldn't make it a general thing. I think that's also something you can only see in retrospect. Okay. You know, but if I look at it now... Yeah, but that's because you changed careers. If you were still in the same career, you should have been like, oh, I should have skipped those shitty managers. No, but how many times can something similar, same happen to you until you're like, God damn it, I got the fucking message. I think at some point you're also like, this whole, why is this happening to me again and again? You got to question that too, no? Preferably not. (laughs) You just keep going. Yeah, just keep your eyes wide shut and uh, yeah. head into the sand. Yeah, that's very no, much not but you. But like, I guess you had your share as well, no? No, what I'm trying to get at is like Tell now me. in big retrospect, you can say I should have changed my path. Mm-hmm. Question for today's conversation is what role could have boundaries played in you feeling like you have ownership over your situation? That would have definitely changed a lot, but... No but into that i didn't feel like it's yeah it's really difficult to to describe that i really didn't feel like i am in control Mm. so something got decided for me so i find my found myself in a situation and i didn't appreciate yeah you didn't ask for it you didn't choose for it you didn't yeah but i was not like a um that's not okay but i was like what did you do concerning that situation what did you swallow do? and work harder exactly and this is where yeah. the boundaries exactly. part of the conversation plays an important role yeah if you're if you would be mentoring somebody now who ends mm-hmm. up in the same situation as you 
you don't know if they need to reconsider their career path. It could just be a shitty manager. Yeah. The, the third one in a row. Exactly. To teach so, you something else. No, but what advice would you have for yourself or anybody in that situation regarding your boundaries? Because this is what I get a lot is that we struggle with um, communicating our boundaries. Mm -hmm. First of yeah. all, one thing Defining that nobody really struggles with is knowing where the boundary is at because yeah. that's the moment of resistance that you sense. Yeah. Like if somebody says something, you're like, meh. Yeah, that is your boundary. And then you exactly, but then you're like, mm, okay. Yeah, let me, let me, whatever. Let exactly. me, whatever. Yeah. Um, that creates more ownership. Mm -hmm. If you're like, meh, yeah, I'm sorry, but I know more about this matter than you. So preferably I'm not going to do what you're saying because mm -hmm. your request is not grounded in whatever. Yep. All respect is due. Maybe we can collaborate. Some type of boundary communicating. Mm -hmm. How would you uh, tell a person who is in that situation, or you know the mindset of the third time getting in touch with a poor manager? Um, what can you learn? Like, what can you teach in retrospect besides to get another job? <laughs> Yeah, also to, I think the, the whole spectrum of really communicating your boundaries and like drawing your line of like, um, wow. let's sit down with, like sit down with your manager mm. and just look at what are your core competencies? What are my core mm. competences? And be like, okay, let's divide the field of work in a smart that. way. You know, if I would have taken ownership in that sense, I would have been like, hey, I'm better, I'm like, I'm really just uber good with creating a good product. Mm. Leave me with that while you do take care of sales and markets. You know, just like really, but if I would have done that instead of griefing and being mad about it, mm -hmm. I would have had a way more pleasant experience. Because then I'd be mm. like, hey, like, I know what my core competence is. Mm. I'm really good with that. So let me just do that. But like, it also needs a mutual trust. But I think if you yeah, address the that. Other, the other person also must agree that of course, this is your uh, core power, competence, yeah. whatever. Yeah, of course. Then, then, but I think like opening the conversation with someone and being like, hey, I think that is already powerful on its own. That is showing mm. a big boundary of like, hey. This is what happens. No, no, Let's deal with the, it as grown-ups. That's but... the whole thing. The, the, the topic for today is like when you feel like life is happening to you. And this mm -hmm. was an external example. Yeah. You had to communicate your boundaries. Then you would have had a more pleasant experience. Why do you not communicate your boundaries? Is because you're afraid. You think there's not enough space for it. You think you want to live up to expectations. Yeah. I don't know. That's a conversation on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, but boundaries can play such an, uh, yeah, like the word itself almost has some negative annotations. Does like, it? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Like if somebody is like really clear about their boundaries, you're like, oh, that person, you know, honestly, no, for yeah. me, it doesn't have anything negative. I find that I have my, like my respect for that person really grows. Yeah, when you I do that like, with me and you're like, hey, I need me time. I, I know, need this. I like, know, don't, know, like, like, especially in the beginning, don't help me with this. But still, it's like, like the okay. opposite of flexibility. 
boundaries. Like Is if, it? If somebody's chill and laid back and flexible, maybe they're like not so anal about their boundaries. They're like, this is my boundary. You can walk around it. But some people are like, these are yeah. my boundaries. Ah. Of course, you can go like into all extremes. Yeah. You can be like super chill, less affair, whatever. Or you can think, be like, bah. I think that's one of the reasons why we don't communicate our boundaries. Because we don't know how to. And we swallow it until the point like we're done with it. And then mm -hmm. we start communicating our boundaries. Like I recognize that myself. I think we also just sometimes are too I, nice. Yeah, no, me, yeah, also being, I don't know. I think it's also like, well, how there, there is some discomfort in saying, hey, this right here, I cannot get I jiggy. don't like. Yeah, yeah, I cannot get jiggy with it. Doesn't and, work for uh, me. Preferably because the chances of you saying that and the other person being like, don't be such a pussy. How many times did, did I get pissed in the beginning of mm -hmm. like, okay, there's also one side, how you communicate your boundaries. Amazing. Like me. Absolutely. And then how it uh, lands with someone, but how many times did I get like super, like really rolled over my feet? Yeah. I was like, okay, wow. You could have said that a bit nicer, like just a uh, sprinkle nicer. Yeah. Honestly, you know, so I amazing. Like, <laughs> me, like I said, I am the, Absolutely. I am the king the king of boundary communication. Yeah, but my in a respect, nice tone of voice. My respect for you grows. I think, yeah, like it is this is the part where it gets interesting when we start talking about boundaries internally. Because yeah. everybody knows externally, um, if you don't communicate your boundaries, you're gonna get tired of people. Absolutely. You notice it in friendships, you notice it in family relationships, you notice it in romantic relationships, mm -hmm. any type of interaction you have professionally, personally. In the like in every sense. And going the, going out and someone, I don't know, cuts you off in traffic. And you're just like, mm, okay. And if you feel this stab in your chest, it's gonna stay. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, that's where it starts. Yeah, and that person in traffic, you don't have to see again. So, yeah. so not saying it's a good or bad example of a nice moment to practice throwing your boundaries out there. But that person you're never going to see again. So you can just flip a bird and be like, hey, you asshole, you pulled me off. Yeah, but how That's, do you keep your account clean in that sense? Yeah, but besides I find that really keeping the account clean, I think... It's way more difficult if you're dealing with people you have multiple interactions with. Yeah. For instance, I like to put my feet on your table or on any table, not your table per se. Mm -hmm. But whenever I come Don't to your house, table. whenever I come to oh, your table. house, <laughs> I put my feet on your table yeah. and it annoys the hell out of you because you eat at that table and you're yeah. like, you care about hygiene. You look at my feet and they're nasty and they're gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But we care about each other. We like to stay in touch with each other, etc. Yeah. You very friendly tell me, hey, please don't put your feet on the table. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I'm like, oh, seriously? Look, my feet. It's just my feet. It's just like any other part of me. Here I am not respecting your boundaries. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Like, it's normal to get pissed off. Or you tell me, I say, yes, of course, no problem. And then next time, boom, my feet are on your table. And next time, boom, my feet are on the table. Like, these repetitive boundary communication things mm -hmm. are like one of the biggest reasons, I guess, mm -hmm. that 
people stop interacting with each other mm-hmm. be like that person they is go like, silent yeah they, that they person is silent. just like that and i don't invite them for birthday parties anymore because they put the mm-hmm. feet on the table <laughs> yep <laughs> for me i think that's one side of it that's that's a journey on its own and it's a different layers one with dealing with family then dealing with your manager then dealing with your friends i think the reason why we get along with friends so well me my friends we're pretty chill about our boundaries you know that's one thing you see with really genuine friendships yeah everybody's like messed with and joked around and like etc but you do respect each other's boundaries i think you also learn like you know that person well mm. so you know their boundaries don't do that don't do this or exactly. you can try this don't overpress so, it so like subconsciously you you would not put your feet on the table because mm. you know they don't like it exactly but you know for me like that's why you're you don't have the feeling that life is happening to you when you hang out mm. with your friends because they create an environment where yeah. your boundaries are respected and you don't have to be uncomfortable about communicating it. Yeah. You at work work uncomfortable about communicating yeah. your boundaries. Absolutely. Uh, Because also the whole environment was made in a sense to be like, okay, okay. That's hierarchy. Yeah, hierarchy yeah. doesn't Not allow necessarily for hierarchy, really the culture also. of like if If you get a new manager, if your responsibility changes and it's less and actually you're unhappy, you just move on. You're like, you're very American of like super, aha, okay, great. Super, yeah, yeah I love it. it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh my it. gosh. My responsibility is going to happen half. Yeah, also I heard from mm. American clients that like, I don't know, something happens that like, you know, you cannot change. Mm-hmm. So you just don't even talk about it. Yeah. Don't express anything. Yeah. It's just like that's the way it is and I hate you silently. <laughs> But I keep smiling. Yeah, and I'm not going to yep. talk to you for a week. So I don't Absolutely. have to deal with you. I don't have to deal with you because mm-hmm. I'm angry with you actually. But I'm not going to talk about that because It's a very you can't change culture. it. I can't change it. It's corporate. Yeah. You also you in some sense, you know, when we started the conversation, I was like, you also got to pick your battles. Sure. Where you really like where for you sure. put your foot down of saying like, hey, mm-hmm. this is not okay and this is if you have many things to deal with that are changing and you're not happy with them, mm-hmm. if you start fighting all of them, you're gonna get exhausted pretty quickly. So you really gotta be like, okay, this is really irking me as fuck. Mm-hmm. I really gotta put my foot down, you know? And things like, oh I even if I'm not gonna change it because that is just sad. Mm-hmm. Well, then just live with it. Otherwise, well leave. Well said, well said. You know, so I think that's also an important one to look at. Yeah, and then I'm curious about what you think about the boundaries you have internally with yourself. Explain that for me. Yeah, for me, if I look at boundaries internally, it's really the relationship I have with my inner critic and all the negative voices in my head. Mm. If I don't have clear boundaries mm. with those characters inside of me, then they're always adding more expectations they're adding more comparisons they're adding just a bunch of static to actually the truth that whatever is happening is happening mm-hmm. but they label things as bad or wrong or not enough so this thing that is related to the outside world which you might experience as life is happening to me mm-hmm. um 
in the outside world, you can take certain measures about communicating your boundaries mm -hmm. to the outside world, but that doesn't change your experience mm -hmm. internally, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And internally, if there is a voice in your head repeating over and over, look, again, another shitty manager. Look, again, this guy putting his feet on the table. Mm -hmm. Look, just unable to tone it down. Mm -hmm. I, myself, my conscious self need to step up in that circle and be like, hey guys, I've heard enough of you. Had enough, yeah. Basta, it's okay now. This is the situation. Mm -hmm. And we're going to change our expectations according to the situation. Yeah. To shift our energy level. To not be like, oh, everything is happening to me. I didn't want this. I don't like that, etc. It's true. Mm -hmm. And besides acknowledging that, looking what you can do externally, it's way important to also... Uh, like not look away from the pain and grief that might be related to a situation. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I find that super powerful. But besides that, there's just a bunch of nagging at some point. Yeah. Like it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be mad. But to be discontent continuously, mm -hmm. which a bunch of voices in our head do. And these are not bad voices. These are voices that help us excel. These are voices that get us ahead of the pack and, 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 and like yeah. just give you an edge at certain times. Mm -hmm. But when you don't need them, they should also know your boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's an example of something that you don't want happening and dealing with your internal world. Yeah. But also if I look at successful clients, people are doing great financially, getting respect externally, internally, they still have a bunch of voices telling them it's never enough. Mm -hmm. And they're unable to communicate their boundaries internally. Yeah. Like, look at this. I did this this month. That happened. These are the fruits of my labor. And that's it. Celebrate it. Mm -hmm. Don't hate it. Don't undermine it. Don't tell me it's not enough. Yeah. Because I know I did my best. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that's the internal part. But it also needs a lot of honesty to really, you know, like speak from that place with yourself. To be like, Hey, you could beat yourself up every month that you didn't achieve X, Y, Z. Or be like, hey, like you had a month where you felt not so great. I stopped Been... doing anything. Exactly. Doing and anything. you could be beating yourself up every day, which yeah. you for sure have done Couple in of the days. beginning. Yeah, when I was sick, but yeah. then how do you get there from beating yourself up to really like shifting this energy into, mm. into healing mode in your case? Or productive mode, whatever, like... I think what positive. helps me, what helps me is the same thing that also tr troubles me. It's like in the beginning when I was sick, I was like, oh no, I'm slipping, time is uh, valuable, Running. I'm losing time. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when it is at the point that I'm like, hey, I got to take this stuff serious, mm -hmm. then I'm able to actually shift and be like, hey, everything is aligning. I have trust, I have time. Like, we can say life is short, but if you count all the days, minutes, and hours, it's a long it's journey. Something. Yeah, it's a long journey. If you live every minute conscious from a conscious place, mm. plenty of time before it's over, okay? I love that. And this ability of communicating your boundaries externally or internally is very much related with how comfortable you feel doing that. Mm -hmm. because it is you saying that you diverge from the waves 
and the motions of the ocean in that time and point. You're like, hey, I, I cannot float here. Mm -hmm. I got a different rhythm. I got different boundaries. I can't do this. Tuesday is not good for me. I don't feel good right now. I said I would, but actually I don't feel like mm -hmm. it anymore. These simple things, mm -hmm. you have to be really grounded in the fact that you're doing the right thing for you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we are conditioned in not doing right for ourselves but whatever yeah. you do you're trying to please some look left and right some model of your parents or your mm -hmm. siblings and whatnot so this comparing yeah. prevents us from like if i want to stretch it, it it has to do with yeah being true to yourself you know mm -hmm. and we start off making trades about being true to ourselves mm -hmm. to the point that it starts to hurt us. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, that's, that's how I would frame it mm -hmm. for me. The way I do it is definitely being like, okay, I'm going to bounce back from this and I'm going to take as much time as I need to bounce back from this. And yeah, it's a good time to refocus. Like I surrender at some point mm -hmm. also into it. And yeah, then, then I you let can it really feel. Yeah, then or that I can really feel when I'm around you. It's like your energy really shifts to a yeah. bit more of a peaceful, peaceful energy. Yeah. Rather than the warrior, the warrior yeah, mindset. Yeah, the beginning you're fine. I think that's also like if I think of the period that you had your shitty managers, mm. you would fight it out. You wouldn't like mm. uh, surrender in that <laughs> sense, right? No. No. <laughs> no. But then the fight is also against yourself. How do you That's do the the internal internal boundary setting? Uh, how do you resonate with that? Because uh, it was new to you when I explained it. Yeah, I I find that one still pretty difficult to be honest. Um, to really uh, yeah, first of all to like distinct between those voices, what is really you and what is a voice in your head. I mm -hmm. find that sometimes uh, it creeps in, sounding like me, but it is a voice. What do you mean it creeps in? Yeah, sometimes it creeps in and pretends it's me thinking that, but it is a voice in my head telling me something. I should be working harder or whatever. Um, mm. Should do more sports, should move more, should do this and that. Be a better girlfriend and cook more food. <laughs> whatever it is. I find it sometimes really difficult to <laughs> find that voice and be like, this is a voice in my head, especially when you look into my whole journey around eating disorder mm. and a voice telling me that I don't move enough, mm. I eat too much, I'm a lazy yeah, that's ass. That's a big journey of boundary that setting. That is a big journey that you have been driven by. Mm. So it's not that you have been steering those voices. No, no, no. Mm. They have been ruling your life. Mm. So to come from that place and I have bad days. I wake up, I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah could use some some running again in your life you could yeah. use some workout but then uh yeah i'm also you know like i think sometimes you need to step back and be like hey if you look at yourself and look how much healthier you are and how much you're able to function really mm -hmm. as a human being um and how i am enjoying food and life it's also something that in a bigger sense it's just something I don't want to give away, uh, give away or give up anymore. Like, 
you know? So that also makes it a bit easier to silence those voices mm. because they are very temporary. They are very in the moment. But if you look at it, you at feel the like it's sense, silencing them. Is it like telling them to hear and not further? Tell them to grab their hot chocolate, sit back in the bus, and shut the fuck up for a bit. Mm. Yeah. And if they come back because they want to have another one, well, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have a nice cup of shut the fuck up. Yeah, seriously. I think sometimes nice. you really need to be very rude with it. And also, like, yeah, if I would listen to those voices telling me that I'm not fitting my jeans that I was fitting three years ago. Then I'm like, yeah, you know what I do? I throw the jeans out because I'm just done with that shit. Mm. And that's not always easy. There are good days where I'm like, yeah, but I'm rocking other jeans. And there are days where I look at my legs and I'm like, yeah, well, good luck. This is really great. This is a really uh, great body. And then I'm also like, yeah, hey, I don't want to come into a place of comparing myself to other people, you know, because I find that also is very unhealthy to like put yourself above someone else and be like, oh, look at that one. She's super chop. No, that's that's (laughs) not a good place to to be at. So it's more like, yeah, silencing those voices in in a sense, not comforting them. No, but this is your boundaries. If somebody is spraying negativity in your surrounding, you will either tell them to shut up or you will relocate, put on your noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, or you'll be like, you're not a good influence to be around. Yeah, leave me be. Take your venom elsewhere. Exactly. So those voices do the same. Perfect example that, like, just as much as you can do about your external world there's work on your internal experience as well like if there is a voice in you telling you all the time you're not enough at some point you also need to get angry and be like hey yep how did with you i know i'm enough plenty of people i know tell me i'm enough no one told me i'm not enough yeah so you <laughs> pack your business go elsewhere don't bother me no more you're mm-hmm. not welcome here this is such an important part of how you deal with your personal growth and how you manage your energy because these negative voices these negative oh. people they're 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 the ones that suck the life out of you they drain you so much they keep you in bed they depress you they, they make you make not go not to parties. yeah all yeah. these things well it takes a little courage some bravery in a moment to step up to the plate and be like uh uh-uh. Yeah, but that moment is such a big breakthrough. Game You'll changer. celebrate rest of your life. How long you put up with something that's negative for you? Mm-hmm. Putting up with something is not respecting your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Not putting up with bullshit is you respecting your boundaries. So yeah. if you have uh, zero tolerance for nonsense in your life, you're doing a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and whatever you consider nonsense, we're not talking about like. Because something is childish, it's nonsense. No, you can have plenty of fun. But you don't want negativity, no no belittling, no uh, bullying, none of that in your surrounding. Then amen to you. Like, yeah. I cannot stand gossiping. If I am around people who gossip about people, I just tell them, hey, yeah. you want me to walk over and bring them back or you guys want to walk over there? And to talk about these people because I will not participate in mm-hmm. gossiping. Yeah. And this, whenever this occurs, I'm so 
more enraged by listening to gossiping mm -hmm. than just being angry about people doing and telling it them and then be like, okay, change the topic. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about nice things all evening. Now two people get up, we can't do the same thing anymore. So these these are moments that I feel like I could sit at that table and listen to the gossiping and get angry and be like, oh, what are these people? What are mm -hmm. they? What is this? Or I'm just very clear about my boundaries. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, as long as I'm here, y'all can take your boundary picnic somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, but also to speak, I, like for me, every time I experience someone speaking up for their boundaries, mm. maybe it was rude or not the right tone or whatever, but my respect for that person grew. So mm. in that example, also, if you tell someone, hey, if you gossip, then just tell it that person, but don't. It also, like, it might mean if you leave the table, they would gossip about, about I you. I don't care doesn't about matter, that part, But yeah. if you say that, it also, like, makes your respect more mm. for people to be like, okay, he hates it. So also, like, towards I, you, it doesn't make any I sense. I think what you say about getting respect for people who communicate your boundary, their boundaries, mm -hmm. you yourself, whenever you communicate your boundaries, should grow a little bag of respect mm -hmm. extra also for yourself. You shouldn't yeah. feel bad about no, upsetting no. people or, like, not doing what people wanted or not being a good girlfriend. Yeah. If you don't cook, no, you're just saying your boundaries. I don't feel like cooking today. Yeah. Hey, and if you like hit the wrong tone saying it, you can apologize for the tone, but not for the yeah. thing you said. Yeah, the you message, know? the message is honest. The message is the message. Exactly. The message is and honest. okay, maybe you've been barking it over because you just hit the wrong no, tone. You started be, too late. Or you've whatever. been tired or whatever. But the, the message itself is the message you wanted to bring across. And I find that really important. It's powerful. Yeah. And also, like, just think about how does it make you feel if you don't do it and you do something half-assed. It drains so much energy out of you. Like, I mean, the example of cooking is just the one that we have right now. Don't have a better one. But really, like, if I don't feel, I didn't feel like cooking, and then I'm like, ah, oh, let me just make something. These are the days where you're like, you know what? Sorry, the food I don't like. You know, so yeah, it doesn't also, create also, anything yeah, When I good. do something without feeling like it, against my vibe, it's not going to come out. It's really out. meh. It's just meh. Oh. That's what it is. And I find that also, that observation, the more I see those patterns, I'm like, it doesn't, it like makes me feel so drained afterwards and it doesn't create any good result. No. It's just something super annoying. No, but no it's also you that. not saying what your wishes are. You know, when you put up with something mm -hmm. when you don't communicate your own boundaries is one thing but also you're suffocating your own voice to mm -hmm. say what you like mm -hmm. you know to, to communicate yep. your wishes in life for the things that you're looking for to happen for the the dreams you have to come true you need to voice them people need to know about it mm -hmm. like if you would mm -hmm. become very like happy that. with a yellow ball and I have a yellow ball. I need to know that. If I don't know you care about a yellow ball, it's just sitting in my closet. Mm -hmm. If I know you've been looking for a yellow ball all this week, I'm like, here, man, I have one. Take it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you also, like, don't underestimate how much power is in you saying what you need mm -hmm. and really drawing your boundaries. That is going to also create so much more of what you need. For sure. That is really, really powerful. Sure. Like, 
it's not only you hearing it inside of your head, but really people hearing it. It's like, mm. so for me, it's the strongest form of setting intentions to speak out Amen. what your boundaries are. Really, Amen. you can write them down and you can burn what you're not and et cetera, et cetera. But to speak out those things mm. has a whole different dimension. Like even hearing your voice, I believe that, you know, like sometimes... Like I have one moment where I had a manager back then and he would scream in one meeting. I, well, he was screaming every meeting, but I had one meeting and he started screaming all the time. And it was like the biggest disaster ever. I left home that day, didn't come back. And the next day I collected my three pieces of myself that were just shattered. I wrote a piece of paper of what I wanted to say. I went to the meeting. He was super surprised. And I was like, listen, a couple of things that I really need to tell you. Mm. And I was like, first of all, you're the like, biggest asshole of a manager I ever had in my life. Mm. Point blank. And that's how it went on. Jeez, I went out of this meeting literally five centimeters taller. Mm. I was so fucking... I didn't know if I would lose my job, but I didn't care. No. I cared to set down my boundaries and be like, don't you ever dare to mm. treat me like that in front of other people, period. Yeah. And I find that really, really important. You know, like you can you can swallow and swallow because you pick your battles and sometimes you're like, oh, it's not really worth it. But there are moments in life where we need to put your foot down and speak it out. That's so strong. You're going to really like that day. I really impressed myself. <laughs> Went out and I was like, okay, Cool. That was bold. You had mm. really, you showed bolts in that one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's important. I find like those things you will remember. It's the moments that you rise, the moment that you step up to the plate, the moment that you don't silence yourself. Yeah. Speak your truth. There. Plenty of love. Plenty of love. Cuddle and kiss it. That's what grows one. <laughs> All jokes aside, uh, I got to communicate my boundaries. I'm running low on fuel. I think we had a great episode today. I think so too. About Thank you for boundaries. sharing. If you didn't know, managers, K doesn't give AF. She will come to your meeting, tell you to shut the hell up. <laughs> Have a cup of shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sit back in the bus. Yeah. Take a hot chocolate if yeah. I'm nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I tell you sometimes too. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I don't listen. That's a different side bound, of the my coin. My is my hearing. If you have the feeling that life's happening to you internally, externally, drop them boundaries. Like, listen to your intuition. Speak it out. Think no, about what notice, you really want. Notice the resistance that you're going through if you're putting up with stuff that you're not supposed to put up with. Because if, if you're really honest, you're going to feel and sense that very, very quickly. No doubt about it. And going in the run, right direction is just going to drain you. Yeah, boundaries are a great way to love change. Because you're going to deal with stuff that you didn't ask for. Things are changing all the time around the clock. We love it. We're here to share more about it. If you like this episode, drop a like. Make sure you share it. Subscribe. And we'll see you on the next Tuesday. Love change. Out. 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 Out.